Hey mama, welcome to Postpartum Confessions, a podcast for anyone navigating the ups and downs of becoming a mom. I'm Felicia. I'm Bree, and we're here to bring you truly unfiltered conversations from the expected to the unexpected parts of being a mom. Whether you're trying to conceive, pregnant, or already a mother, this podcast is for you. Let's discover the secrets no one told you about motherhood and how to overcome them together. They say it takes a village. Welcome home. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey mama, Felicia here. Welcome back to a mini episode of Postpartum Confessions, our short and to the point conversations. Today, we're going to talk about a well-known term, mom brain. Yes. Hi mama, this is Bree, and I'm excited to get into this episode with you all because mom brain is such a real thing. I mean, forgetting something, forgetting a word, what I was doing, a thought, memories, it's all a little foggy and one of the worst times, well, actually, this is probably not the worst time. It was just a little embarrassing, was like at work during like a presentation and I just poof, gone. Oh, no. And I remember like making a joke of it and saying like, oh, gosh, I swear. I And I swear each kid has taken like a little piece of my brain. I'm really sorry. And then like trying to get back. So it was funny. But when I think about it, it was kind of not funny. Like I was, I don't know, it was so embarrassing. It made me super nervous. And I don't know. The good news is I know I'm not alone. I know Felicia, you know, you have it too. And moms talk about it all the time. Um, So that's a great thing that we're not alone, but it does give me like a little bit of pause or worry, like just because it's, it's so scary. And like, what if it doesn't come back? And I don't know, I think the better question maybe to start asking ourselves is, does it need to? And in some ways I feel like it shouldn't because our brains have changed so much and they've evolved into something different and something that we need as moms. So, you know, I don't know. We both looked a little into it. So before we get too far in, Felicia, um, do you want to dive into a little bit more about like what mom brain is and what can cause it for our mamas? Yeah. So mom brain is referred to as like the forgetfulness or the brain fog that you experience after having kids, whether that's immediately during your pregnancy where it starts or if it's after birth. And researchers from the Autonomous University of Barcelona has scanned the brains of a couple of women before and after they gave birth and found that there are actual changes to the structure like of their brain, mostly surrounding the like gray matter and the fact that mm. it changes for up to two years after you've had a child. And of course, that can seem like a long time, but for people that have kids, not necessarily like back to back, but within those two years, you know, the effects can be seen in a greater capacity. So I know that really affects people, especially moms who have those multiple kids. And, you know, it's especially because of the hormones and everything directly after birth when things kind of plummet. I know that can be like a huge time for moms that feel like lost or Mm -hmm. really confused on what's happening. And sometimes the term doesn't exactly come to light and you're not aware of it until a little bit after that. So I know there can be cause for some panic and some people who are like, why can I not remember literally anything? Because I know that was me. I went back to work four months later and I was making mistakes that I have never made before, or I was forgetting things that just didn't make sense to me. And it was just kind of an overall really confusing time when I was really, you know, I was being really hard on myself too, which can definitely happen. I know a lot of people feel that way because 
like I said, I was making mistakes I had never made before. And I was like, what is happening? And of course, some other people in my you know, yeah. environment of work, they're not going to understand. A lot of them did not understand. So it was just kind of felt like all this pressure and I had no idea what was going on. It was a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. it just felt very lonely at the time with all of that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's definitely, you said something that like made me like really think about it. Like people don't understand or don't expect it because some of the things are super simple. I mean, it could be somebody's like your favorite actor's name or something you've done a million times at work. You know, like the presentation I mentioned, it was not something I haven't talked about before. I it was nutrition based, like, I've you know. And so same thing. And it's like, well, how did you forget that? And it's like, well, I didn't want to, you know, it just kind of happens. And I don't know, after like reading some of the research that we looked into and some of the things like I looked into it a bit a while back to kind of calm my nerves because I started thinking like, oh my God, what if this is like, I don't know, the start of something like really terrible. And you do want to like be aware of stuff like that and, and things too, but I don't know when, when you mm. kind of recognize that it is actually like mom brain, Yeah, you can almost start to think about it as like a rite of passage or I did anyways, because, you know, like you just talked about like how everything shifts during pregnancy, birth, breastfeeding, postpartum, our brains shift. And obviously with sleep deprivation, like all of these things, like, I don't know, we, st- we tend, I think as I was thinking about it as society to put a lot of emphasis on the physical changes, like, you know, our belly's growing, the baby's growing, our breasts are changing for this and this is happening and that's happening with birth. And we're just going to snap right back after having the babies. And we don't really focus on the change that happens inside of us, like with our brains. And we literally do lose some of the gray matter in that, like, in that like social cognition space, you know, so maybe we have trouble recalling words or, or finishing what we're doing. You know, I don't know if it's ever happened to you, but starting the dishwasher and then all of a sudden you're doing laundry and everything's open, the cupboards, the fridge, the dishwasher, you know, like it's just one thing after another, but you know, I I think we develop and this is, this is overlooked because I was doing a lot of thinking about this while we, for this episode. And what's overlooked is that we gain a new capacity for things. Right. (laughs) So maybe we're a little forgetful about things, but did we stop to think about like how as a mom in particular, because that's all I have experience with, you have like a new capacity for calm and patience for the babies. And sometimes, you know, we lose that with, with things, but we also have the ability to know what our babies need when they start to cry and when they get into being a toddler. Like we're just hyper aware of our surroundings and dangers to keep them safe. And I mean, those things shouldn't go unnoticed to me. Like that, that, you know, that's where the brain space now lies. And that's not a bad thing, you know? Yeah. No, I completely agree. And when you were just talking about that, I was thinking, I was like, we may have lost some capacity in memory, but we have gained literally a sixth sense. And that I've experienced that like extremely. I, and I don't love some of these examples because also might not be the, you know, the best because my daughter is, we call her a monkey. She likes to climb everything. She will get into anything quicker than you can blink. She's very fast. So there's been times where, and you see these videos on social media too, where I'm like looking at something and I look over and she's on the couch and our couch isn't that high up, but do I want her to fall back and hurt her head? No. So I, you know, I'll go over to the couch and do whatever I'm doing and bring it to the couch and sit on the couch. And I just like reach over my hand and I grab her as she's falling off the couch. Or I have woken up 
moments before she cries, like just not even like, oh, what's going on? Just like awake, like at a snap of a finger, awake. And it's just like those kind of things are just like mm-hmm. so interesting to me because we gain all of these things like oh, becoming yeah. their caregiver and being the person that they run to when something's wrong or literally being able to catch them right before they fall and that kind of stuff. And our brain, when they have all these hormone changes or you're completely exhausted and sleep deprived or you're dealing with postpartum depression or anxiety, your brain is focused on all of these other things that it chooses to lack in the gray matter, which is, you know, memory, mm-hmm. whether that's short term or long term, sometimes those can both be affected. And, you know, your brain just like chooses to focus on the things that are in some ways like fight or flight or like survival mode. And that's honestly one reason as to why it happens. And like I said before, the sleep deprivation is a direct cause you know, just overall exhaustion and the hormones, those are the big things that really cause this. So when you're looking as to like why, there's nothing necessarily, there's nothing wrong with you. And there's nothing to be like very panicked about, which you may feel that when it first starts happening, which is totally normal, or at least is very common. Mm -hmm. But if you are really concerned about things that are like just disappearing from your mind, things that you feel like are very important things, or it's starting to affect your daily life, those are things that I would definitely bring to a primary care physician because right. they can, you know, make a plan or they can talk to you about ways that you can combat it mm-hmm. or things that might just generally, even if it's tangible, might help you remember things. So there's definitely ways that you can help yourself. Yeah. But if you feel like this is affecting your daily life and you cannot move past it, I would definitely see someone about that because they might have some better answers for you. Yeah. I mean, I think there are levels to it, right? Like with everything. So if, if, yeah, obviously if you're getting, well, it's not obvious actually, because sometimes you just don't know what's happening, but like, yeah, if you're, if it's hitting a certain level, you do, you definitely need to get it checked out and and Mm. get some assistance. But for the most part, I think uh, uh, what a lot of us experience is, you know, things that happen here and there or not being able to remember things here and there, finish a task or things like you have to remember the positive. And, and if you can't remember some of those things, that's when I would go out. Like, you know, like I said, you, you have this mom intuition now you can like reach out and just save a baby, like out of nowhere, you know, and dads have it too. It's like, I, honestly, it's one of the most amazing things, but just these heightened instincts to be able to care for and protect the baby. And then as moms too, or, mm-hmm. and I think dads experience this too, if they become like the default parent or things like that of, you know, kids appointments, when they're out of something, food, laundry, you know, the clean clothes, things that need to get done. Our families typically don't go without, you know, I'm able to handle a lot of those things or or a lot of those things on my mind that I just dismiss because they're things that as we, we think need to, or just should be done. Right. But a lot of times, like that's a lot of stuff to remember, especially as you start adding more and more kids to the pack, you know? So that's what, I mean, I kind of just want moms to know, like, don't forget about the things that you're doing well and all of the things that you are juggling on a daily basis. I mean, we're crushing it out there, you know, and over time, I think it'll get better and it'll start to shift again as our children's needs shift. I mean, you brought up a good point, like, you know, right now your daughter's crawling all over things and you need to, your, a lot of your attention is making sure she doesn't get hurt. Well, it's at some point we talked about chapters and different podcast episode this is the chapter you're in now. And this is the chapter where I'm in now where certain things aren't important and certain things are, 
you know, and uh, they're all going to shift a lot in life and are, you know, I think one of the coolest things about our bodies, our brain and our capacity is that Mm. we're going to shift and adapt with that, you know, so it's not a bad thing right now if we can't remember seemingly silly things, or maybe you slip up a little bit at work, you know, as long as it's not detrimental, I guess. But, you know, there are things you can do for, for stuff like that. Like, for example, I, I have no shame now. I carry around a little notebook or I have my phone on me. And if there's something that I need to remember, I write it down. No shame. It could be the simplest thing. Write it down. And <laughs> I do it all the time. Or we've we've been using like a calendar, Google Calendar or something um, for a long time now, like my husband and I. But if it's not in the calendar, appointments, whatever, like I, because I know now that I just don't have the capacity and, you know, we can couple that with mom brain, sleep deprivation, postpartum anxiety, and a little bit of depression, all those things like do yourself a favor, mama, write some stuff down. Like, don't, don't feel like you have to do it all the time. Like you utilize this tech out there, or that's what I've been trying to do. I don't know. It's been saving my life in terms of, you know, just making things simpler and, Mm. and it's okay to use these things to help out and help you remember and get things done. Because again, this is just a chapter of life that we're, I'm convinced and based on some of the stuff we've read that, yeah, our brains are going to shift again because they naturally have to, you know, Yes. Um, depending on what your kids need and what you're going to need to kind of continue on. And of course you can still do things to kind of promote that. Like I, I know you briefly touched on, you know, well, when you could seek some assistance, um, nutrition is key in some of this movement, you know, there are things that you can do along the way to just help promote longevity in general and, and promote some brain health. But yeah, I don't know if you had any more tips or suggestions for some of that too, because I know you looked into a little bit more. Just if you're going to like seek help with this and try to make it better, just know that you can't fix it. It's not something that's like 100% like fixable. Your brain, like, like we said, it physically changes. There are things that you just have no control over. But if you want to maybe see if there are things that you can change up to see if it helps, right. like Brie said, nourishing your body in ways that are, you know, brain healthy. Yeah, brain So they have, foods. you know, <laughs> like foods. You can try to take vitamins that are aimed towards, uh, you know, health for your brain. You can talk to your physician, maybe see a dietitian, and you can, you know, move your body. I know things can be hard. When I first had my daughter, it was, it felt like impossible, but putting them in the stroller and taking a walk, or if you like to exercise by yourself, you can always try that. Um, If you're a new mom and you are able to get the help to get more sleep somehow, I would definitely go that route as well, because the more sleep you have, the more that your brain can can recoup in ways and you might feel a little better doing that. So, you know, doing that and then anything that's more physically trying to help you remember is of course doing any of the planners, calendars, make a family calendar if your partner is up for it, or you can, mm-hmm. you know, take notes on your phone, do like memo, voice memos. You can, you know, just have like a schedule that you can keep track of. If you're able to do like a daily schedule and you know that you're going to be doing certain things at certain times, that can always help. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely making those thoughts written down or into a voice memo can really help. So any of those tips, if any of those interest you and you're struggling with mom brain, that can definitely help. And you can start this all the way back in pregnancy if you like want to get a handle on it then and just mm-hmm. kind of maybe get used to it, get the flow down for when you're going to be postpartum. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
you know, I, I don't know everything to solve it, but we can share our experiences and things too of, of what works and what doesn't or for us individually and a schedule or planning ahead. And this is something that I work with a lot of people in the nutrition space is planning ahead. Like, you know, Felicia mentioned, like putting in a schedule, writing that out for the week so that you're kind of prepared of what needs to get done. Super helpful. Or that's been helpful for me. I I thrive on structure. So that's why maybe that's how it works. And that's why I teach that in, in another, other spaces too. But the other thing is reading for me. <laughs> I've noticed that when I stop reading, for a while, I feel like everything just, I don't know, is I'm just not quick. And you start reading again and midway through one book, I'm like, oh my gosh, I I feel like I can just, you know, blaze right through this and everything's like really good. And I don't know, it helps you pick up words and things. So that is like number one, getting some exercise and sun. Those are like probably the key things that have helped me a lot personally. So one of those sounds kind of like something you aren't doing or sounds like something that might mm. benefit you. I mean, jump on it because I don't know, there's really no way to kind of get around it. And at some point, I'm just saying, I think we should have a little bit of fun with it, like here and there. I have funny stories. Because it really is funny. Like, yeah, right. I mean, it's really funny sometimes and we can just kind of embrace it and know that we're just a different version of ourselves and it's more than okay. We have tools that can help us like remember the important things or things we need to get done. We can set ourselves up for success, but like, I don't know. I, for a while, like I said, I, I was really down about it or kind of like embarrassed or things, but nah, I'm over it. Like it is what it is. Like my kids are doing well. I'm doing well, like overall. And that's what matters, right? Is we're taking care of business and I'm going to have a little bit of fun with it along the way um, because I'm convinced. I mean, I've seen it happen over the course of my life, pre-kids and with kids that there's been many chapters. I, I don't even know what chapter we're on now and right. it's going to change again. Like if anything, Let's let's stay adaptable. We've talked about that too in the past, like, and I think this reigns true here too. Embrace the chaos. Yeah, embrace it all. Like, just be ready for it. <laughs> yeah, no, and I definitely agree with that now. But before, I think it was just more or less about the societal pressure that I was feeling to be, you know, well-rounded and perfect. And of course, I admire all these moms that have like so many kids, and they just seem like they have it all together, and things are just. I don't have a, like a better word, just like perfect. And I had one newborn and I felt like everything was falling apart. And I think I personally took that as like, mm-hmm. you know, just so negative that I wasn't able to even remember that I had something like in the microwave that I was like waiting for, or like I was just struggling. Like, like I said, when I went back to work and it was just felt like everything was my fault or I wasn't, I wasn't good enough to be the mom that I wanted to be. And I think it's just hard because you, you're you expected to go home to do that and know everything and do a perfect job while you're doing it. You're supposed to just be perfect and know everything and just go home feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you feel that way, that that's, you know, it's honestly just something that to me felt natural. I was supposed to feel that way because I wasn't living up to what I thought was supposed to be what I was supposed to be doing, I guess. And that was supposed to be that perfect mom. So if you feel that way, just know that you're doing plenty. You're doing more than enough. You are more than enough, especially as a mom. And mm-hmm. that as long as you feel like you're able to, I guess, you know, like do all these other things to help yourself and you want to feel better about what's going on 
and you feel like you're just too forgetful and all this like that. It's, it's okay because like you talked about, you have all these other things that your brain's just all of a sudden doing mm-hmm. for you and for your baby and your family. And it's just like a well-rounded thing. <laughs> you know, like you lose some, you win some. <laughs> so I guess that's just kind of what I'm just getting at is that you don't have to feel like you're not enough because something to you feels lacking when you're handling all this other stuff and other people would be like, I can't, what? Like, you know, like you're doing what other people feel like they can. It's just a huge cycle. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, I think it kind of goes with the thing of you always think you're busy, right? Until the next thing kind of happens, but it's amazing what we can juggle when you become a parent, just on top of, you know, everything that you were juggling before and then some, but it's supposed to be this way. It's supposed to adapt and change. And at some point you have to make room for something, right? It's almost like if you're cleaning your house or decluttering or things too. If you get something new, you usually get rid of something old, right? Or I don't know, I guess that's what you're supposed to do. I don't know, but (laughs) you know, to kind of keep things moving and flowing. So the point is that it happens in our bodies and in our brain too. So, right. You know, it's not a bad thing. Just embrace it. We're going to, we're going to run with it, moms. All right. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, take all of that and just try some different things and see how it goes. But mm-hmm. thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you get something valuable from our conversation. And if you feel inclined, please leave a rating or review and definitely share it with another mama if you think that they may be struggling or need to hear this. And be sure to tag us on Instagram at postpartumconfessions underscore when you're listening. Yes, we love to hear from you. <laughs> All, right, All right. Bye, bye mama. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so excited you're taking this journey with us. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, leave a rating or review, or tell another mama about us. To stay up to date with postpartum confessions and get all the behind the scenes content, you can join our email list or follow us on Instagram at postpartumconfessions underscore. All the links are in our show notes. They say it takes a village. Welcome home, mama. Welcome home, mama.